Let's check up. Let's check up. Pull up a chair for the midweek checkup now. Welcome to the midweek checkup. My name is Lindsay Blair, and I'm joined by Bobby Gillis. This past Sunday, Pastor Jonah preached from Titus 2, verses 1 through 15. We learn that if we want beautiful relationships, we must work hard to show others the goodness of God. I think we would all agree that we want beautiful and wholesome relationships. Relationships are not easy, but when we work to cultivate the type of godly character that is described in this passage and work to outdo one another in service, our lives and relationships will be a testimony to those around us. Bobby, what did you think? Well, I'm so glad he said, you don't need a tiebreaker in marriage. You need to learn to talk to each other. In other words, there's no, if we don't agree, the husband always wins because the wife's submission is the tiebreaker. It's normal to disagree and we must learn how to work it out. Keep talking, keep asking for help until unity is achieved. We must embrace and celebrate a vision of wholeness in marriage, rejecting the abuses that have often been created by twisting words and misunderstanding the passage in this sermon. But for anyone who missed the sermon or needs help remembering, let's do a quick recap. Pastor Jonah began by stating that this passage is less about expectations and entitlement and more about responsibilities. Crete was filled with angry, divisive, lazy people. These new Christians were emerging from a messy culture, so Paul asked Titus to begin with the people who likely had the most influence, older men. He doesn't want the older Christian men of Crete to complain about the kids, lose their tempers, be bitter and angry, or shout, get off my lawn. His invitation instead is to be empowering and to provide hope and encouragement to younger men. In the same way, he wants the older women to resist the cultural lure to be gossipers and to drink too much. Instead, pursue and empower younger women. And this is where Pastor Jonah spent the bulk of his teaching because the, these next verses in Titus are so often misconstrued by modern Christians. He asks the older women to help young wives love their husbands and children, live wisely and pure, and work in their homes, do good, and be submissive to their husbands. And we looked at three words in particular, work, home, and submit. Godly women work. In first century Rome, and for most of human history before the industrial age, most work by men as well as women was done in the homestead. The call in Titus for women to work in the home means something like work in the family business. It doesn't mean modern American women can't be educated, start their own businesses, or work outside the home. Paul is not telling women to go home. He's telling them to get off the couch. Work hard to show your household the goodness of God. Then Pastor Jonah said that biblical submission is a posture of service, an attitude toward another. It's not about who makes the decisions. In Ephesians 5.21, all Christians are commanded to submit to one another. We also see submission as prophets who are subject to other prophets in 1 Corinthians 14, the Son and the Father in 1 Corinthians 15, and people served and those serving in ministries in 1 Corinthians 16. It's also commanded a few verses later in Titus in terms of how we relate to the government. That's what Pastor Jonah is going to be preaching about in this week. If you submit to no one, you are not following Jesus. 
A Christian marriage is co-equal, serving each other by fulfilling their roles, attempting to outdo each other only in showing affection. Likewise, Paul's advice for young men is to fill your life with love and patience. And he wants Titus himself to be an example of this. And then he mentions slaves. In the context of Rome, the idea is closer to employees, and it wasn't about race, unlike the chattel slavery of the American South. He tells them to work hard, do a good job, and basically show the world that Christianity works. This is the common thread for all the people that Paul is talking about. We live in a way that shows the attractiveness of Jesus, and we're empowered to do it because the grace of God has been revealed through Jesus who gave his life to free us and cleanse us so we could be free, forgiven, reconciled to God, and made beautiful. Amen. This coming Sunday, we continue the series, This Beautiful Church. We'll look at how we can provide a beautiful witness to the world outside of the church walls. Join us online or in person, 9 or 11 a.m. See you then.